If you'd love your home to look like it was straight out of an interior design magazine pages, then tune on in. As a working mum, you're probably thinking, yeah, right, like that will ever happen. But turning the clutter and chaos you call home into a space you can't wait to get home to might just be easier than you think, with a bit of expert help, of course. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Walker, or that property mum, as many of you know me as. Now, can I ask you a quick favour before we dive in to today's epic episode? Now, we all know how important reviews are for businesses these days, and mine is no different. So if you could spare just a minute to follow, rate, and review the podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. We are talking about interior design. And hands up if you are clueless when it comes to interior design or styling your home. And that is me. Even though you want it to look like a Hamptons-style home 24-7, which if you've got kids, you know is impossible, right? And that is one of my goals actually, is to own a Hamptons home on the beach with a chef and trainer. But my guest today is Katrina DeVia, an interior designer based on the Sunshine Coast, I met Katrina at a business retreat recently and she absolutely loves property and has been a savvy investor over the years. Her business is called Devere Design Co and it's a full service interior design decorating studio and she services mainly high-end clients. But as someone who has limited home styling flair, me, I literally chewed her ear off for free advice on how to spruce up my home. And I thought, well, maybe a few of you might like to hear a few of her pointers as well. So that's how Katrina ended up with me on the Property Management Podcast. And I absolutely love our conversation. She shares not only styling advice for busy mums, but also some great tips for renovating tired investment properties that won't break the bank and a bonus share on how she uses manifesting to build the life she loves. So let's dive on in. Thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. Now, before we dive in, can you please tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started doing what you do? Sure. Well, my name is Katrina DeVere. I'm an interior designer based on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Um, I do uh, full-scale interior design, so full service. So that's everything from... um, doing detailed plans for for, uh, high-end renovations and commercial spaces right through to furniture um, selections as well. So, and picking all the pretty stuff in between. That's amazing. I am the worst interior designer. I will just put that out there right now. And this is a little bit of a different topic for our audience uh, because we're, you know, it's a very 
I guess, admin heavy sort of business. So um, I'm really excited to have a chat to you about diving into being a little bit more creative and thinking a little bit more creatively. Um, And I think we will focus obviously on rental properties as well, but I want to just talk about um, everyday working mums. Now we're busy, um, you know, we're in and out of our houses. Um, We don't have a lot of time really to think about what our houses look like. Um, I'm guilty of, you know, sort of just shoving everything off the bench and into drawers and cupboards. Uh, But what are some hacks that we could take from your experience and put it into our own homes to to give us that little bit of an interior design flair or edge? Certainly. Well, I think um, decluttering, even though it's not an interior design, you know, act, it's actually something that makes um, the space that we live in feel so much more enjoyable and it actually improves our mood as well. So I think of the home that we live in is the outward reflection of our inner soul, so to speak. So um, you want that to project, you know, in your surrounds. So clutter-free, you know, cluttered house, cluttered mind, uncluttered house, uncluttered mind for starters. And then things like, you know, personalising bedroom spaces. You don't have to spend a fortune to make things feel beautiful. You know, places like Pillow Talk and Kmart and Big W actually have some really nice pieces that are fairly inexpensive for, you know, um, everyday people these days so um, looking at you know picking a a color that you like or a pattern that you like and then pairing all your pieces back to a main focal piece if you start with a piece of art picking colors up in those pieces to put on the bed um, keeping your bed covers quite plain not too heavily patterned and um, and actually jumping online and looking up how to make beds as well. So if you can learn how to make a bed look and feel luscious and comfortable, that's going to improve how you feel in your surrounds instantly. So maybe go back to the beginning and give us some tips on how if we wanted to do some work on our own houses, uh, what are some of the, where do we start? How do we make them look like somebody like you has come in and overhauled our entire home? <laughs> in a rental property or in a, just in our own homes how can we sort of yeah where, where would where do you start break down the process for me yeah so you would start with um well mood boarding um the space that you want to work on so you can use um programs like canva or even basic powerpoint you know to create a mood board and you start with a collection of images that you may have collected on pinterest They'll always have a common thread. You're picking pictures that actually make you feel a certain way. And so it's that emotional response that draws you to that image. And then you're just looking for common threads through those pictures. So it could be particular colours. It could be a particular style. Um, Trying to pinpoint what that is and then working from that pinpoint in selecting products. So, um, like I said, starting with things like, you know, cushions or bed linen is quite easy, um, rugs, um, little decor, you know, pieces, um, varying shapes and sizes um, grouped together. Um, so we call that vignettes. So creating little groups of three beside the bed, um, you know, changing in height and, and texture and tone um, does that quite well light-filled spaces obviously we always like places that are light-filled so when we're looking at curtains and things picking things that allow the light to come through that um, don't block everything out during the daytime is quite important um yeah 
That's great. Thank you. I um, I am a Kmart shopper or a Target shopper for anything when it comes to putting my home together. And it is um, a bit of a, my as you were saying earlier, the cluttered mind, cluttered house. That is exactly what my house is like at the moment. So if I wanted to declutter, do you have some great advice and tips on how to get started with that process? Because I actually really need that right now. Uh, do you? Well, I'm actually, I live fairly clutter-free. Like for me, um, yeah, I love uh, my surroundings just to be this, you know, blissful space. The rest of my family doesn't live that way, of course. But, yes, um, you know, uh, with decluttering, absolutely. Are you using it regularly? That's incredibly important when decluttering. Uh, you know, what's the reason for hanging on to something? Is it is it because you're using it regularly or you have an emotional attachment to it? If you have an emotional attachment and it's not something that you're using on a regular basis, then that's something that you should probably pop into some sort of storage, you know, box hidden away in a cupboard or something. So, um, you know, less is more uh, in your surrounds. You don't have to fill a space with an excess amount of things for it to feel nice. Um, If you have less pieces in your home that you just focus on, you know, displaying nicely, you'll actually achieve a a less cluttered home. Beautiful. And, what about, let's talk about property management now. And uh, one of the issues that we experience a lot as property managers is we've got a lot of landlords that don't like to do a lot of renovations on their properties. Uh, and sometimes it can be quite difficult in certain markets, rental markets, to be able to find tenants or quality tenants. Um, so what are some uh, of the best, I guess, renovation tips or places to start just to spruce up a, a tired or dated property that won't break the bank for a landlord? Yeah, um, I guess, well, the obvious one is always paint. Like paint will transform the way that the space feels. Um, you know, I guess a lot of the time it's not something they can do themselves, but if you can do it yourself, you're looking down the barrel of, you know, a handful of hundreds of dollars versus thousands of dollars. Um, we can look at things like, you know, freshening up bathrooms, like even a really good deep clean in an old space can actually change the way it feels. So if you look at really tired tiles and grout, you know, having those things professionally cleaned can enhance the way the space feels. Over many years, tiles will get a very thick layer of, you know, of dirt sitting on top of them. So they are dull and, and, you know, not so nice looking. So cleaning is one thing. You can actually paint tiles. Um, So you can refresh a bathroom space by repainting tiles. Um, When we look at spaces like kitchens, again, cleaning of grout, you could replace um, splashback tiles to freshen up a kitchen and you can actually paint kitchen cabinetry and bench tops as well. So if you do have a little bit of the DIY inside of you, there's plenty of things that you can do to achieve a fresh feeling um, investment property quite simply and effectively. I've actually also tiled over the top of my tiles in my own house actually rather yeah. than pulling them up. So that that worked re- quite was quite inexpensive yeah. really yeah absolutely there's so many things you can do and um we've personally have done it in an investment property that we had we actually took all of the kitchen um doors and drawer fronts out and we um sanded them and primed them and painted them so we repainted all the cabinetry doors put new handles on um and then just replaced the bench tops with a very inexpensive 
laminate style bench top with a nice uh so when you think about like old school bench tops that have that rounded edge to them it's very daggy and old you can get laminate bench tops with a nice square edge these days that so just gives it that really fresh you know feel and it was quite inexpensive i think the paint to paint the cabinetry was maybe three hundred dollars so i mean you can freshen a space up fairly quickly and inexpensively just with a little bit of your own time and these things yes yeah a bit of and a bit of blood sweat and tears as exactly. well um so what are your I guess top three uh interior design tips or advice for us um so the top three interior styling tips would be um pick a color scheme or a theme to stick to absolutely like I've said less is more and um, you can shop budget, but just, you know, spend some time practising styling. Like styling is the be-all, end-all for how a space feels. I, I could walk into your home and you've got plenty of nice pieces, but if they're not arranged um, in, you know, a particular way, then they're not going to give the same kind of feeling if they're a bit scattered all over the place. Um, so we do like to cluster things together. So creating little clusters of pieces is, is a really good tip. Um, and, yeah, and clutter-free and fresh. And I actually am a big fan of, of um, fuss-free bed linen. So staying away from patterns and bold colours. I think people can be drawn to bold colours quite easily, but they don't they don't really do in your home what you think they might do when you see them in the shop. So sticking to a plain colour on a bed and then adding in accent cushions um, is a really good way to uh, achieve a designer look um, and throw rugs as well on beds is, is a good thing. So, so they would be the the top sort of styling tips, or is there a, is styling tips different to that? I, I'm I'm so clueless when it comes to interior design. So, no, no, that's um, pretty much it. Like, so styling tips, yeah. So, um, yeah, so clustering, so creating vignettes is a, is a big styling tip. Um, adding cushions to furniture, you know, creates that. Um, that luxurious sort of softness. We prefer um, feather-filled cushions as opposed to sort of the, the poly-filled cushions. So, so they're very um, stiff and structured, whereas your feather-filled give that softness, you know, to a space and they have that luxurious feel. So you can fluff them up and do the little, you know, the chop in the middle, that kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, like heights, we work with heights a lot. So you know, tall, medium, small. If everything's the same size as each other, it doesn't look right. So taller, maybe a little bit fatter, you know, down a little next level and a little bit slimmer again, and then, you know, shorter and slimmer again. So when we're grouping things, we're looking at a difference of heights and widths as well. Brilliant. Uh, so I absolutely love personal development. Can you share a tool, resource, book or podcast that uh, you think will help our listeners? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm actually. I love um, manifesting. That's my my go to for everything. So I really, uh, actually, just a real big fan of taking time for yourself to be with yourself, um, and preferably outside, and actually really dropping into. Um, you know, what you're feeling and what you're wanting um, in life and in business and um, and really leaning into that with your thoughts and your speech. Um, I think, you know, what we say outwardly is what we get back in return. So I think being really, um, really conscious of the words that exit your lips, um, you know, ensuring that they're not negative, that they're not, um, they're not kind of a precursor for, you know, um, 
for a negative lifestyle, basically. So, you know, like speaking about what you want quite confidently and quite happily um, without any fear of being judged for that is really important. So do you, well, on that topic then, I'm I'm just sort of um, new to sort of the world of manifesting and yeah. I love it. I love the concept. Do you have any secrets or any stories to share that around that topic that has um, worked for you or has you've seen evidence of it um, in your yeah. life? It's focus. It's 100% um, just believing with everything that you are that that is going to come to fruition for you. If you start questioning it, then you're oh, you're inviting in, you know, doubt and you're offering the opportunity for it not to come through. So just 100% conviction that that is coming your way or that you're working towards that. I mean, like, obviously, um, you know, like you can manifest winning lotto, but it's not something you can take steps towards achieving without, you know, buying a ticket every week. So it has to be something that you can take steps towards achieving, but just having a hundred percent conviction um, in, you know, believing that that is something that is happening for you. Um, yes, it has happened for me quite a few times. Um, it actually happens around property a lot. I'm a huge fan of property. I love um, buying and selling property. And um, for me, when I see a property, um, I've actually had it. We've been, we were looking for an investment property once, couldn't find anything. I drove past his house and I said, I need that house there to come on the market. Next week, that house came on the market and we bought that house. So it was just 100% conviction, right, that's the one that needs to come up for sale and that's what happened. So, you know, you've really got to, yeah, zone in on what you want and um, and 100% conviction that that's coming your way. Oh, I love that so much. Um, I can think of so many things that I am going to put that conviction into straight after this podcast recording. Um, now, how can our audience connect with you further? So um, via Instagram and Facebook, um, Instagram is probably uh, the best platform for me. It's where um, the majority of my clientele comes from, all word of mouth. So, Fantastic. I will share some links in the show notes to some of your, uh, to your handles and um, information there as well. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful for our conversation. You're very welcome. It's been lovely. Thank you so much. If you love the Property Management Podcast, you've got to check out the PM Collective, hosted by my friend, Ashley Goodchild. She discusses things like how to have awkward conversations about pay rises, um, yes please, how to raise the bar in property management, and why so many people just seem to fall into the industry. You've got to love stories like that. She'll leave you with great advice, actionable steps to take, and let you know that you're not alone in any of the challenges that you face. So be sure to check out the PM Collective wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you are someone who is serious about growing your property management business and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in five to 15 new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and click on the link to get on the waiting list for the growth school and you'll get notified when it launches. Until next time, my friend.